What 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 is this content on a Tuesday? What is this our Patreon? And we're we're just being a little we're being a little extra. Is that what the the kids do? They still say that. I, I think they say that. I don't know. Yeah. I would never. Uh, Dead ass extra. Dead ass. Is that something that kids actually say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I've never heard that. We sound like we're. I just you know embrace as you get older here. Just embrace your I age. Have, I have never complained about getting older. But um, that. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, we are here to give a little bonus, and this is uh, this is exciting for us. This is something new that we are doing. We are kicking it off this month, uh, and hopefully, we will have many more of these to come in the future. We do have a couple that are uh, already uh, in the works or uh, or in the uh, on the in the books or on the in the can. That's the phrase I was looking for. <laughs> a couple in the future, in the works, and in the can. Um, so yeah, but this is our nine questions with series and, uh, this is going to be open to our main feed. We were thinking about making this a Patreon exclusive, but this is just way too, uh, way too exciting uh, and cool to share, uh, cool not to share. So we, we, we had to make it, uh, open to everybody. Um, so this is, uh, our, our very first interview with, uh, with somebody associated with one of the movies that we are discussing. Um, we are, of course, uh, going to be talking in a moment here with uh, director Rachel Talalay, who is relevant to this week's title, uh, which, uh, spoiler alert, is going to be Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Uh, this Thursday, mm-hmm. our uh, our episode covering that movie will be released. But this is uh, our bonus episode here, Nine Questions With, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to do these. Oh, yeah. This is uh, this is probably the most exciting thing we've ever done, in my opinion, on this podcast, except for maybe Scary Movie Month. No, oh I'm yeah, being, uh, and, and, and let us not forget our uh, our of course our heated Twitter battle with Devin Sawa. We cannot uh, forget. We're blowing that way out of proportion. Yeah, He's, no, he, if he heard that, he would probably be like, oh, "These guys just get over it." These you know? guys are just just relentless, just trying to attach themselves <laughs> to my name. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know what? I just want him to know that I'm a fan and uh, I respect him. Anyway, uh, and speaking of, yes, (laughs) speaking of, thank you, respect and being a fan, Rachel Talalay, she has quite the impressive filmography, movies and television, Um, some weird selections in there. And I mean that in the best way. And um, we get into a little bit of... um, how she's why she's a little bit of an underdog spoilers it's unfortunately because she's a female in a, a male driven uh industry yeah. and that still seems to be a problem but it's it, it, i know like on a lighter note there's there's so much so many great things that we got to talk about with her in such limited time and uh, it was such a pleasure to talk to her and uh i just have, thank her so much for being a, a part of it absolutely and i thank you too rachel if you are listening to this um yeah, we the the original conceit of these interviews was, you know, I started thinking like, well, it would be great to interview the talent associated with these movies. And but I, you know, like we're uh, for all intents and purposes, we're nobodies, you know, like we like we're, <laughs> nobody knows who we are. So That's I true. thought, uh, you know, I don't want to waste uh, a lot of time uh, for these people. You know, I thought uh, if maybe people would be mm-hmm. more inclined to do it, if I can make it as quick as possible. And since our show tends to revolve around the number 90, I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we can do a 90-second interview, rapid-fire <laughs> questions, and they just, you know, 
rattle off their answers as quickly as they can. And if we don't get to all of the questions that we have, that's fine. You know, we get to as many as we can in 90 mm -hmm. seconds. Um, and then Rachel was so open to speaking to us for longer that we just decided that these are going to be nine questions. You know, yeah. nine is another number that we tend to revolve around. So uh, that's what this uh, interview show kind of evolved into is nine questions with. And these are these are going to be general questions. These are not going to dig deep into their um, careers or uh, their filmographies. Uh, Although so I couldn't help myself, like like I went off my book. Like w there there were questions that were just like they are supposed to be just human level questions, you know? Like um, yeah, how do you these relax, are you know? yeah these these are survey style questions. Yeah. Uh, that we are going to ask the same set of nine questions to everyone that we interview. Uh, and my my thing, you know, my goal was to get a better picture of the people that these that these people are and, and not mm -hmm. so much, you know, their career, you know. And that's why these questions are uh, pretty much not about anything that has to do with their career. It's about them themselves and their opinions and their feelings and stuff. So um, you'll kind of uh, get a feel for what those questions are as uh, as they go on here. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's what this show is, is nine questions that are going to be the same for everybody. Yep. And just for the record, I will mention a little bit of her filmography here up at the top. You know, we, she of course mm -hmm. directed Freddy's dead, mm -hmm. uh, the final nightmare ghost in the machine tank yes. girl, which, mm -hmm. uh, she will touch upon a little bit in this, which is kind of something that threw her in quote movie jail. <laughs> and then she, uh, kind of oh, was relegated boy. to a lot of, uh, television directing worked consistently uh, eventually directing uh, Doctor Who episodes and uh, now has worked her way well into the uh, Berlantiverse. She has directed episodes of The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Superman and Lois, Riverdale, uh, Doom Patrol, Supergirl. So, yeah, she's directed pretty much all of them. Chilling Adventures so of cool. Sabrina. She's even directed Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> That's Sabrina. right. <laughs> and, uh, hey, it looks like one episode of Iron Fist for uh, for Netflix's uh, okay. from Marvel. So she's dipped her uh, toes in both waters. And uh, uh, producer on uh, The Borrowers, which is uh, a movie that John we will Goodman? eventually talk about. Yeah, the John oh, Goodman okay. movie. Okay. She was a producer right. of that. So maybe there'll be an excuse to uh, <laughs> talk to her again if we have nine more questions with Rachel Talalay <laughs> in a couple of years if we ever get to The Borrowers, which okay. is on the list, but who knows when we'll get to it. Anyway, so here we go. Yes, our uh, interview with director Rachel Talalay. Okay, Dan and I are very excited. We are sitting down to talk with Rachel Talalay, director and producer, whose credits include the most recent episode that we are talking about this week, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Thank you so much for sitting down to give us a few moments of your time. We have nine questions for you. We will get into them when you're ready. But first, Rachel, how are you doing today? I'm okay, thank you. I'm getting ready for this lightning round. Okay, yes. Well, again, no pressure. Um, we, we, were not, we are not going to time you as we originally planned, but here we go. Nine questions. Let's jump right into it with the first one. Number one, Rachel, what will always make you laugh? Well, I have a couple of answers to these questions because I like to be multifaceted or just I like to break the rules and I might do a bad impression now. So please oh, even better. Me. Our show is please. loaded with bad impressions. <laughs> yeah, I, please forgive me. Now you know why I'm behind the camera. So sure. number one, totally depressed. What do I do? Um, David Tennant and Lauren Cooper's Doctor Who skit on comic relief. Sir, 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 are you the doctor? <laughs> um, probably number two, Ian McKellen on extras. 
Say oh. it, say it, say it, and then classic. Wizard, you shall not pass. And then, <laughs> yes. and then farts, and in this just <laughs> weird, embarrassed female way, you know, not gross out boy humor. I just get embarrassed and then I laugh. And so, I, yes, I do think farts are gendered. You know what? That is uh, 100% an accurate answer. Uh, we can give you. <laughs> 20 points for that answer because that is i didn't know there were rights or wrongs jer <laughs> I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving bonus yeah, points because, oh, no. oh okay these are, being, these, am i being graded no these are all uh extra extra bonus points you're at 100 and uh you can't go below that but you can get bonus points <laughs> okay parts are gendered yeah. i love it i love it question number two uh at the end of a long day or just any day how do you like to relax chocolate Good media, especially books. And sometimes I'm a complete nerd and I do math or statistics problems. Really? Like just to calm down? Yeah. Just to, <laughs> wow. just to use my, get my brain in a different space or remember that I can. That's great. Yeah. That's cool. Well, That's interesting because, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done a math problem in years besides basic arithmetic. <laughs> do you have like textbooks that you like to pull out or you just look up problems online and you're like, I'll solve this? Um, no, mostly, sometimes I go back to textbooks. There's problems, there's statistics problems that I'm like, I still don't believe the statistics of the birthday problem where you only have to have 15 people in the room to have a 99% chance of ha two people having the same birthday. Hmm. Sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll pull out that problem and, and just puzzle over it and, and redo the math. And um, that's do a go-to. On your sets, Rachel, do you like to gather random crew members into the room and ask them all their birthdays just to kind of <laughs> test them? It kind of comes up because birthday cakes come out and suddenly it's always like, happy birthday to blah and blah and blah. And then I can quote the birthday problem. It's like, it's also like I read a book on traffic and the mathematics of traffic. So that's, uh, but I don't only do bad nerd stuff like that. That's just, um, that's a guilty pleasure. You, you Guilty let confession. Geek, you let your geek flag fly. If you want to you solve some problems, I'm right there with you. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I love math. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. All right. Question number three. What is your biggest pet peeve? Um, right now, it's anti-vaxxers. Um, generally, it's misogyny, but everyday clueless microaggressions that men tend to deny. And then on just a regular day, the sound of styrofoam. Oh yeah, I, I I'm not I, I I don't share that, but I can definitely understand how somebody would be really uh, peeved out, like oof, that yeah, that would. Oh, it's a it's just that thing that sends me, sends my skin. I have to run miles. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm I'm thinking about it right now, and I don't like I don't like the way that my brain is thinking right now. It's hurting. Yeah, because it I can make my I can make myself have a physical reaction to just thinking about the sound. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm shuddering. Yeah, I, 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 I feel own. like there's a nightmare in Elm Street uh, nightmare that should have been made out around this, not just the Carlos nightmare, but made around the sounds that give you that Yeah, like, like an audio, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, like a creep yeah, out. I guess audio. we have it with the, with the chalk on the black, the nails on the blackboard. But I was going to yeah. say, you know, you really, phone. you guys have such a, a great Freddy kill in that movie in that it really hits that specific spot, the auditory ear trauma spot. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> and it's, it's everybody, most people have that fear. I know I do that nails on the chalkboard. So I, I just love that sequence in particular. Uh, I look forward to talking about it. Um, so next question here. 
What everyday activity do you enjoy the least? Making phone calls about messed up services or bills. Press one to speak with, press 22 to speak with. I uh, couldn't help but notice some tweets uh, recently, Rachel. Are you, some, some shit going on, huh? It, it doesn't, every single week you get a bill that isn't yours or a charge that isn't yours or your whatever is messed up. It, and um, I just need a permanent assistant. But the idea that you can't get through to anyone, how hard it is to, um, and I could go on and on. Oh, no, my I, God. I, doing, like doing charity auction for eBay and having them <laughs> cancel us three times. Oh, my God. Um, and then ta taxes. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not a big fan of cooking. No? Baking, yes. Cooking, no. I'm I, I fully there, too. I, I am the same way. I like to bake. I do not like to prepare food. I, I'll just quickest thing possible. We, um, we recently we make little we make some films ourselves. We made one about cooking. Would you do you like shooting cooking scenes or would you just like nah? I don't like cooking. I don't even want to shoot cooking. I don't want to deal with it. No, I don't mind shooting whatever I have to shoot. You can create sumptuous. Uh, I mean, most things I don't mind shooting. Um, I do find sex scenes arduous um, because you have to make everybody comfortable and then and throw everybody off the set and then make everybody comfortable. And, and so and it's, there's an intimacy that is always, um, I mean, I just try and make a lot of jokes. I learned yeah. that from them. I, mean, I, I, took the, I take the John Waters approach, which is just be as open and funny as you possibly can be, but it's not my favorite. Some people relish them. I just feel like I'm making other people feel uncomfortable. Question number five. Who was your childhood hero? Um, so Brooks Robinson, and that really dates me. He was a baseball player for the Baltimore Orioles, so look him up. Um, and that not particularly fascinating, but I loved baseball when I was young. And then, it, then it's Elvis Costello. Oh, okay. Cool. Do you have a favorite album of one of his thousand? <laughs> no, I just go, I'm a Perma fan. All right. Question number six. What movie had the biggest influence on your life? Clockwork Orange. And that's, I mean, I think mentioning Kubrick is now questionable, but also uh, everything about Clockwork Orange um, was mind-blowing and thought-provoking. Do you remember the first time you saw it? It was in high school, and, um, but I don't remember the specifics now. Yeah, it's, I remember watching it probably too young for the first time and uh, my mind being blown. <laughs> I just didn't know that movie making could be like that. And then, of course, it was a huge influence on Tank Girl. Tank Girl is, is uh, speaking of mind blowing filmmaking, I like I lumped that kind of with like the Scott Pilgrims uh, of the world <laughs> in the cinematic world. Just kind of when you watch it, it's just uh, hits your senses and it just fires on all cylinders. And it's just such a fun movie. So. It's just a shame you didn't make it a little bit shorter, Rachel. We could have talked about that one on the show, too. Damn it, Rachel. You could just cut parts out that, 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 that it would be 12 minutes if you kept only the parts that the you know, studio liked. If we, had, we could have a tell-a-like cut for the podcast. Yes. Just tell us which scenes to cut out, and we will. I'll cut the shit, cut the shit that, uh, that, the network, that the studio fucked around with, and we'll be uh, much happier. It'd be the only director's cut that's significantly shorter than the theatrical cut. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need any of this. Get rid of it. Uh, um, yeah, that's great. Clockwork Orange. All right. All right. Question number seven. What was the best compliment you have ever received? 
Um, well, I think it's when my kids acknowledge that sometimes I'm not 100% okay, boomer. <laughs> but it's probably when Stephen Moffat watched the first edit of Heaven Sent and smiled and just said, I didn't write any notes. Oh, my God. Um, wow. And, it, wow. and then he said, it should be in theaters. I didn't think this could be done. Wow. That's yes. pretty. I mean, as if, and if, listeners, if you don't know this, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you were the first American to direct an episode of Doctor Who? That's correct. But I am, I always have to clarify this, that I am British as well. Right, so, right. But, but first American me. raised or born and raised. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like Kubrick, who's like, is he British? Is he from New York? It's like, yeah, he's or one of the two. <laughs> or Sparks, exactly, yeah. Um, um, but I, yeah, I mean, but I am, I, I think people think, therefore, that all Americans can are now open, but it's because I still have British citizenship that, um, and I consider myself 50% British and massive Doctor Who fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the biggest comp? Oh, no, was <laughs> when was the first time you felt like a success? That's question number eight. Uh, waiting. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's your answer. <laughs> I was like, wait, did we get cut off? Oh no. Um, no that's my answer. Okay. Um, no, I, yeah. No, I couldn't say that I've ever. I mean, I've had short moments like Moffat's compliment, but no, mm-hmm. I don't feel like. Yeah, I mean, as an artist, there's always that that strive for something that almost seems unattainable sometimes, like this perfection within yourself that you, you know, who knows if anyone will ever actually reach the goals that they have in their own heads. Um, So like, I guess then if I can rephrase it, what was the first uh, moment where you felt like, okay, I did a really good job there? Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, we had a, well, Freddie's Dead was number one at the box office for three weeks. So the first movie you make is number one at the box office. Yeah. And now, so it's the opposite of Tank Girl. Freddie's Day was <laughs> extremely successful and now is very suspect in the, in the fandom. Um, Tank Girl was a box office disaster and now is incredibly loved and has really found its peeps. Um, so you know, when your career is like that, it's really confusing. Yeah. I would imagine. Um, I do feel like some of my best, I mean, I can acknowledge pieces of my work that are, I think are good pieces of my work. Um, Wind in the Willows, which was BBC uh, New Year's special mm-hmm. with Matt Lucas and Mark Gatiss and Bob Hoskins, I think is, a, I, I'm really proud of. Um, and clearly my Doctor Who episodes, Sherlock. Um, and I, I will always be Tank Girl. Okay, right on. I, I like for me, I, if, if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, sure, it wasn't appreciated up front, but it found its audience. It found the people who really love it. And uh, I don't to me, I think that's it's I'd rather personally be a cult kind of director who, who knows who his fans are and love him than someone who's just kind of trying to appeal to everybody. Would, would you agree with that? Well, that would be fine if I hadn't gone to movie jail for 25 years. Uh, but you I, I, like, sure. But I'm looking at your, your filmography for television and uh, you've done some great work here. You mentioned Sherlock. You mentioned Doctor Who. You, you've directed one of my favorite episodes of Doom Patrol, which I think if you guys, if you aren't watching Doom Patrol, what are you doing? Like, go watch Doom Patrol. It's go a great watch show. Doom Patrol. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely great. It is out there. 
it <laughs> one of the most fucked up twisted comic based shows and like in a, in a, in an era now with James Gunn and everything where everyone's trying to out fuck up like go crazy with everybody doom patrol really stands on its own um it's heady it's yeah it's crazy yeah um agree doom patrol <laughs> but yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to say that uh looking at your television work here i just want to say that like i i find it very impressive all like that it's so eclectic here that you go do you have a this is a big one do you have a favorite television project you worked on like i mean besides doctor who maybe um uh, doctor who is really the mm. i mean it was the whole circumstance of doctor who so uh and i really enjoy doing the british stuff um but yeah. I mean, you talk about this sort of uh, the change in the career and everything. It's the 15 years from after Tank Girl until 2016 when I 2014 when I got on Doctor Who that were just awful. They were awful for women directors, um, and it, and I kept working, but it was an awful environment. What was going on, Rachel? In your words, in your from your perspective. It was, women were not, I mean, the white men circled the wagons and women directors were, I mean, 4% of the workplace. And in the television world, it was so abusive. So um, when I talk about uh, everyday misogyny and microaggressions, I mean, and, and still talking to male directors from that time period who said, oh, I just thought you didn't want to work very much. Oh, I had no idea this stuff was going on. Oh, and geez. not a woman in sight on shows, not, uh, no diversity. ABC requiring either a diverse director or one woman among 22 episodes. Um, and it took so many women out of the workforce. It just was, and, and feature films, impossible. Nobody given any opportunities. It was an awful, awful time. And it took the ACLU to... Uh, go to the government and say this is a human rights issue for any and lawyers letters to come around for anything to change and it's really good to see the change going on now even though yeah. it's never it, it, enough you, right, I was gonna say does it feel too little too late now in 2021 like I mean there's still plenty of time to make progress but yeah I mean you talk about 25 years that's a long gap to to just be in jail, so to speak, like you said. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I want those years back. Those were incredibly important years in my career that I, I mean, and now I'm, now there's ageism issues. So. Right. That's a whole other bag of, yeah, a whole other can of worms. Well, I hate to bring it down here in this interview, but but like. I feel incredibly, I feel incredibly appreciated and uh, empowered and it's a good time. That's good. No, I didn't yeah. want to make. Ultimately, I don't want to leave it on. A, it, but that, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a great years. way to to turn but that the, around. There is some things though that, that that need to be changed still to this day, and we'll just leave it at the. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's lots more work to do. Yeah, absolutely. I just told a showrunner the other day, a couple of days ago, that I had never worked with a female DP. Wow, is that never right? Never worked with a female DP. Wow. On all the work I've done, and he said, "We've got to fix this." I'm like, that's I'm good. That's yeah, great. that's great. That's 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 progress. Little if, if, but at least something. Yeah, and that maybe uh, touches on what we're gonna ask for our final question here, uh, which was coincidental that uh, I did not uh, know at the time of writing this that you had ventured into 
the Berlantiverse, so to speak. So you're a little bit more familiar with the multiverse. And the question <laughs> is, if the multiverse is real, what alternate timeline would you like to see? One where Trump is Pinocchio and every time he <laughs> lies, his nose grows, every time he lies, his nose grows and his dick shrinks. <laughs> That's, it's a reverse Pinocchio. <laughs> and then well, his nose still grows. Right, yeah, and so you get double. One where, I think one where disco survived and I could actually dance. <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting. I would to, in 2021 to look out my window and see some uh, someone rocking a like a big fro and some bell bottoms. And uh, you know what? Actually, everything is cyclical. You know, <laughs> it, it, it'll come again. <laughs> no, just great dancing and uh, and me being able to not have two left feet. Yeah, I'm 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 also with you with there. We have a lot in common, Rachel. <laughs> I, I have. I got one more curveball question, Rachel. You don't have to, we could cut this off like just abruptly if you don't want to answer it, but who's, who's your favorite doctor? Who's, who's your favorite doctor who? How can I possibly answer that? <laughs> like, that's just like the, I know. the, the trap question. Yeah. I mean, I grew up, I grew up with Tom Baker and I worked with him and I love him. Um, and clearly I love Peter Capaldi. And, and one of the things I love about Doctor Who is that people can get in fistfights over who's the best doctor. Yeah, that's true. And, that's, and, that's, three, and, and generations, grandpa and dad and kid. All, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. a 10-year-old fight a 75-year-old. No, I haven't. There it is. <laughs> At the 50th I've, anniversary I've, special. I've heard it when, after, when the Doctor Who experience was in Cardiff, right, out, right by the studio, you would you know, walk by families of multi-generational families and somebody would be pontificating and somebody else would be arguing and it was it was just great <laughs> okay i've kept you much longer than 90 seconds oh no 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 thank no we're so totally happy being on all the amount of time that you've given us thank you for your answers they are wonderful thank you for your time we appreciate it and uh have a wonderful uh remainder to your weekend rachel yeah. thanks very much guys thank you okay. Terrific, right? <laughs> <laughs>